Space Mutiny. I haven't seen Space oh Mutiny. Oh my god, it's incredible. It it's one of the most quotable MST3K episodes ever. I don't think in my life I've ever heard anyone refer to Mystery Science Theater 3000 as MST3K. Really? I've seen it written that way. Yeah. I've never heard anyone pronounce it that way. I have. So when I see that uh, Do you still say Mystery Science my Theater head, 3000? It's Mystery Science Theater 3000. I don't read it as MST3K. In the not too distant future. Yes, I know how it works. Next Sunday AD. Did you know that was made in Minnesota? Yeah, I did know that. On public television at yeah, it was first. Yeah, public television yeah. show. With Joel. Yes. He worked there. Yes. And he... And he I, just made it. I get the origin story between the show and the actual lore of the show mixed up. So did he work in space or no? <laughs> I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> I've had enough. Ladies and gentlemen, straight. Yeah, from he the remembered. straight red plex. It is straight red. I am your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, <laughs> mm-hmm. the new spokesman for Theraflu, <laughs> Alex S. Kibler. Alex, how much Theraflu money do you got? Uh, very little. I spend. In fact, it's the inverse. I, I spend my money on Theraflu. I'm sick, as you can probably tell, because I sound exactly the same terrible way that I always sound. Yeah, that's the opposite of yeah. being obvious. Um, but I am a big believer in Theraflu because here's the thing: it it's mm-hmm. probably no more effective than like you know Nyquil or whatever. But it's like hot and lemony. It's like drinking a, a hot tide that makes you better. It's great. How much did they pay you for that? None. But they can. Please call us. Theraflu. Please. Here, let, me, let me go get Alex's direct phone number. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll give out your fax number. That'll be the prank. <laughs> Send us a numeric page Ooh, with the offers. Yeah. We should have a number for people to page us. <laughs> then we call them back. <laughs> yep. All I would say is what number called. Yeah. That's it. And no message. Nothing. No message. We won't even pay for what, an alphanumeric like, well, pager. Right. No. It just has numbers. <laughs> oh, somebody called. I uh, better call him back. Can you still get a pager? Do I'm doctors the, still have them? No. I'm the straight redder on call this evening. So oh, I have the pager. Give pa- the pager just uh, in case anything happens. Have you yeah. ever had a pager? No. Uh, although we were of the age where there were kids who had phones but there were also then kids who had pagers yes there were there for were like, kids like two years who had the infamous alphanumeric pager yes we could send them like, and like i don't clear know. red and clear blue yeah, and, yeah. there's a very brief window of time maybe a solid year when yeah. that was a thing no but yeah for there were some people who weren't drug dealers right and there are people that i knew who had pagers and then cell phones took off uh-huh very, it, it didn't seem like it was going to become the thing that it is now, an essential piece of equipment. Like yeah. You, basically, you have to have a cell phone. Well, my mom had a car phone first. So, like, Ooh. she had a phone in her car, and then later we got the cellular telephone. I remember car phones. Yeah, and bro. A, a concept that just doesn't exist. No. Because car phones are not things. Well, I think car phones were a sign of fanciness. Yeah, yeah, they were. Like, it was, I'm, I think it was a big deal that my mom had a car big phone. Deal. But then somebody, I think cell phones came around because somebody had a car phone. And he was like, why can't I just take this with me? <laughs> Let's well, just also, do that. Also, technology moved forward. You yeah, can yeah. miniaturize these things. 
My mom also had a cell phone. Yeah. Right, that was work issued. It was yes. a Motorola of some kind. Uh-huh. And it was so strange. Like, oh, she has this phone she can, like, carry with her. It was yeah. the strangest thing to me. Remember when they were analog and you could get, like, static in yeah. your phone call before yeah. it went all digital? And phone calls would drop all the oh, time. Oh, God, all the time. All the time. Way more than any, I don't care what bad phone you have right now. It's way more than that. It would drop all the time. But it was the coolest thing. Yep. And then I swear, within like four years, everybody had a cell phone. Everyone it had a did phone. not take long. Everyone had those little stupid flip top phones where you had the mm-hmm. keyboard mm-hmm. stuff. Those Nokia's were popular with the yeah. snake. Oh, the game. Razor. Remember Razor the Razor? Razor was huge. Yes, Razor was huge. Between uh, when I was like maybe a sophomore in high school to when I went to college, which is only a period of three years, mm-hmm. went from oh you have a cell. That's really weird. You have a cell phone. Yeah. To Everybody has a cell phone. Everyone has a razor. Yeah, they had a razor. But, like, everybody had one. Yeah. In that brief window of time, like, all of society changed. For then, all those out, people out there who are under the age of 26 and are now extremely bored, we do talk about soccer on this I show. I don't know. Maybe we should switch to talking about, hey, things were different in the past. <laughs> that sounds like a Rattlesnake Frank Kibler podcast. Rattlesnake Frank Franks are kind of on the endangered. They are. We're going to get to that here in a little bit. But first, this great news for Jeff: RSL three LA Galaxy nil. That's the opposite of great news. I think it's tremendous news. Why are you doing this to me? LA can't play away. I don't know what happens. Neither do I, and it's infuriating. It's really amazing. They've only won like two games away. There's some horrible statistic. How are you supposed to win the MLS Cup if you can't play away from home? I guess the hope is you do so well at home yeah. that you get home field advantage through the whole thing. Which they which have Which is how been. they won yes. last year. Yep. Exactly how they won but last year. But anything short of that, like you're going to get bounced out of this thing. In this game, Nick Romando was his typical Nick Romando self saving everything. Oh, yeah. He played very well. Uh, RSL, this was not a pretty performance from L.A., and it was, no. correct me if I'm wrong, pretty much LA's first team. Like, it was the, the number one the, troops that was their out team. there, too. Yeah. They didn't, like, trot out some reserves or something. That was the team. LA has now gotten 1.9 available. Uh, and essentially went from almost a lock to win the Supporter Shields mm-hmm. to now, I think they're in fourth or third or fourth. And the weird thing about it. It's all going to bounce back, though. We, and we all know it will. They'll yes. go to the... It's not like they're oh, not going to they go. They're going to go to the, the playoffs. And they're going to win a game or two at a bare minimum. Yeah. But if they have an away playoff game, they're going to lose. They're, they need to be, you know, they're gonna lose. careful. Yeah. They're going to need to be very, very careful. As things stand, they are currently in fourth place, but they're only one point off of the pace. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. There are eight teams... No, wait a minute. There are nine teams that are four points spread for the Supporter Shield. Now, I don't have the stats in front of me, but this feels like one of the tightest mm-hmm. tables I would agree we've with seen you. this late in the season. I think it is. Usually at this point, someone is just dominated. Yeah. Like, if we go back one year, L.A. was killing it. <clears throat> it was killing it all. Well, not all year. Well, I think, I think it may not be the, like the wind up being the smallest margin of Supporter Shield victory. But I think this year has a chance of being one of the years where, like, say, first and eighth ha- are, are separated by the smallest number of points. I wouldn't be surprised if some weird stat like that right. ends up being true. Because these teams that are at the quote-unquote top, 
Like you're at the top just because some other team hasn't played that game in hand they have. Right, exactly. You know? Or like you're at the top because you're ahead on goal difference. Yeah. It's it's so close up there. That being said, LA looked atrocious. RSL played one of their best games. They deserve that win three nil at the at the riot. Yeah. There's Good only for RSL, but I don't know. I don't know about that team. I don't know about their setup over there. We'll see how that all goes. Well we're gonna cover a little bit more about the playoff race here coming up. But this was a huge, huge win for RSL. It went from oh, yeah. uh you know, looking at this upcoming schedule of which we'll get to here in a minute. And sort of being freaking out about it because you've okay. got L.A. on the slate. And now... It looks a lot more doable now. It very much does. Speaking of teams that have doable playoff uh, runs ahead Boy, of them... this is a stretch. <sighs> NYCFC 3, San Jose Earthquakes 2. Alex Soccer Kibler, I yes. was at this game. I was too. Yeah, remember when I, I snuck up behind you? Yeah, you could have told me. We sat by ourselves the whole time. You could have come sit with, sit with us. Ah, you know how I feel about you as a person. Yeah. It, so I, was, I wasn't, I was honestly, I wasn't originally planning to go to this game. I was supposed to be out of town, and then my schedule changed like last minute. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll go to the game. But I didn't bother getting in touch with you anyway. So this game, watching yeah. this game, New York City FC playing very well. Very. Very well. We go up 3 0. Yeah. And I, honest to God, had this thought of, you know, if anybody <laughs> messed this up, because listen, any other team, you're up 3 0, probably what, till the 70th or close to it? It was pretty uh, late in the second. They were still up 3 0. Like 68th or 70th in there somewhere. So yes. Pretty late uh-huh. in the second. If any team can screw this up, New York can. Yeah. And baby. They tried. They almost did. They really tried. I tell you. They so gave that, up those two goals real easy. That first well, one of them. That first goal, you know, it's just one of those things where it should have been an easy clearance and it wasn't cleared. Mm-hmm. And someone just made an athletic play. When that, not when the second goal went in, but when the penalty happened, when Angelina pulled him down the box, I was like, we're going to lose this. We're going to lose this game. Not Not draw. We're going to lose. Yeah, you got four goals. Like, I I thought we were, I genuinely was like, we're going to lose this game, Jason. We're going to lose. But they sort of shore it up at the back there at the very end. Um, This was, you know, far and away, obviously, for Ned Grabovoy's best appearance. Oh, yeah. Um, Great appearance by Ned. The the number one thing you have to take away about a player like Ned Grabovoy is that his hair is disgusting. He needs to do something. It's I don't really know if it gross. needs to be washed. Was it or... always this bad, or is that now he's on a team with know. Mix and Pirlo, and he just looks so bad in comparison? I don't know. He's got the greasiest hair. It's awful. It's Him and Tommy McNamara. Tommy McNamara is not both quite them. as greasy. Both of them need to get but they all, the whole both situation have that addressed. Awful haircut. It's like, oh, it's it's bad. It's bad news. But three two win against San Jose. That's another three points. There was about an hour to two hours. Where New York City FC was in a playoff position. Yeah, and you took a screenshot of it, and I thank you for that. Yeah, I'm going to frame it. <laughs> that was a very brief period of time. And then, of course, playoffs. Montreal won its game. Yeah. But there was a very brief window of time where New York City FC was in a playoff position. Alex, I've got a lot of thoughts. As well, let you me know. say this, though, oh, too. Watch out. Ginger strap in. They also the won at the midweek. The professor is at work. They also won midweek. They did win at midweek. NYC, I was talking to some of my coworkers. Back to back wins. Yeah, and they were. Telling us, um, sort of, they're like, "Oh, I heard you went to the game. They won." And I was like, "Yeah, you have no idea how rare that is <laughs> when that happens." They don't know. So, Alex, I'm still seeing these. This uh, the mental fortitude is not quite there for this no. team. No. they got up three nil and they just didn't know what to do with themselves. Right? But the fact that they didn't lose or even draw does show some hope. I know I've been saying this for weeks. 
New York City FC is going to be a really good team. I agree. Right now, skin of their teeth. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, and the problem is, is that is hanging on. you're now in a position where you don't control your destiny. You, no. you, 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 well, there's... if they can win literally every other game, every game that they play. But at the same point, though, Montreal's ahead of you and they have three games in hand. So if they do the same thing, then you cannot go oh, That's in. true. That's true. You know what I mean? So at this point, you're, you've got to hope that Montreal loses. That's literally all that you can do. Um, so... You know, you're optimistic, you know, um, and we're going to get to this, like I said, a little bit more here in a minute. But, you know, City is at Vancouver, uh, at D.C., at Orlando, home against the Revolution are their last four. Tough schedule. Tough schedule. The other one we want to highlight from this past week was the Vancouver-Seattle game. Yes. Vancouver nil, Seattle Sounders three. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised. This is in B.C. place, Gingers. This is for the Cascadia Cup. Mm Mm-hmm. Vancouver, you know, was their normal possessing, attacking self. Mm-hmm. And I think what ha- both teams looked, you know, as if they were ready for a game. Vancouver, once they got behind, they had a chance to go up, I think, like the fifth minute. They, they missed a pretty easy chance. But Vancouver got behind and then does what Vancouver does and is not afraid to go after Seattle. And Seattle just killed them when they got mid forward. It was just, so, it, they sort of dismantled them at that point. This is the Seattle that we thought we had when the season started. Yes. yes. And then they fell apart for like a month and a half. Yeah. Maybe two months. Goodness. Seattle three goals away. BC place. You get the Cascadia Cup for the first time since 2011. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. That's pretty good. Now, I know that we wasted a lot of time earlier. I got too in-depth with some of those games. We have playoff picture to talk about here. We do. We do. Um, it- Can I just say something, Gingers? Alex Soccer Kibler once said that the New York Red Bulls were not <laughs> going to finish in the top <sighs> 10 in the Supporters Shield race. So we agreed to some terms. By agreed, I mean I forced them upon him. That if they were to finish in the top ten mm-hmm. supporter shield race, mm-hmm. Alex Soccer Kibler yeah. would owe me seven hundred thousand dollars. <sighs> Guess who is the first team to qualify for the playoffs? Alex. The Audi. The Audi two thousand fifteen MLS Cup playoffs presented by Audi Quattro. Yes. The Quattro all wheel drive <laughs> system. <laughs> From Audi. Contact your local Audi dealer for these lease special offers. You would think they could. No money down. Fit that all in a shirt, but there they are. It's amazing, really. It's pretty incredible. Have you driven the A3? Contact (laughs) your Audi dealer. It's all in the name of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, It's in your grocer's freezer. Um, The Red Bulls have a chance of winning the Supporter Shield. They, They could win the Supporter Shield. How does it feel to be poor? It, I've felt this way for a long time, Jeff. Um, Zing. Yes. But so the are, New York Red Bulls qualified. But at this point, point there are many teams that have a realistic chance of winning the Supporters' Shield. Let's go through the list, Alex. Uh, the Red Bulls... Uh, well, they, it, they've qualified. That doesn't even matter. They're qualified. It's not, worth, not worth discussing. Right. They are currently... Um, you top know, the in the, They're top of the table. Um, I think their biggest competition might come from Dallas or even SKC. Both of people, which have people, games in hand. People, listen, listen, folks. Listen, folks. People are overlooking hashtag new crew that has the top goal scorer in the league, right? The bandwagon I've been on all season, as you know. 
And the Revolution are getting hot when they need to get hot. Mm-hmm. They the, are. The top of the East is pretty good. Yeah. It's everything else I got issues with. Yeah. So let's but, talk about that everything else okay. here briefly. Okay. So Montreal currently resides in the last playoff spot. They have 36 points. That's four points behind Toronto FC. Mm-hmm. Now, they have only played 27 games. Mm-hmm. Orlando and New York, who are the teams behind them, who are the only teams who, at this point, looks as if might make a run. Philly could. Um, Chicago's done. I think we'll Chicago get into at this that point, why, they're but Chicago's done. But, done. Um, you know, I think Orlando and New York could give Montreal, you know, a, a race. Uh, Montreal uh, ends uh, with obviously more games than everyone else, but including games at Red Bull, at New England, and at Orlando. Um, so they still have some work to do. They definitely have work to do, and they have work to do against opponents who have something to play for. Yes, exactly. There's very few games uh, on their schedule against teams that are... um, I'm trying to read their their, um, French website. Yeah, just click English. Yeah, that's what I want to do, I think. There are very few games uh, left against teams that really don't have much to play for. Mm-hmm. They do play Chicago, so I'll sort of have to see how they run. And they're going to play Colorado, but every other team is going to give them a run. They play D.C., at Orlando, at New York, at New England, home against Toronto. I mean, let's face it. They're only playing Eastern Conference teams for the rest of their schedule. That's correct. Even a team in Colorado. Well, yes, that's true. Ish. Fair enough. I'm totally wrong. Yeah. I retire. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you mentioned Chicago. Like, oh, Chicago's out. And they are out. But Chicago, due to their situation right now, every single person trying to prove that they should still be employed there. And they have some individual talent on that team. They do have individual talent. But you know in the offseason, regardless of what happens there... There's going to be a lot of cleaning up happening. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know if everybody's going to play there. So Montreal, the thing that's going against them, not only the fact that you have to play these teams, you have to play them all on short weeks. Mm-hmm. you got to fit in a lot of games in a brief period of time. You do. But you have Drogba, who's playing very well he's, for them, He's right? playing all right. As, as all right. right now. I'm, just, I'm making a joke. <sighs> oh. uh, that touch he had to set my up their God. third goal my God. this past week against New England was filthy. Absolutely filthy. He's worth every penny. Folks. He really is. It's worth every penny. Montreal's in an enviable position. If you're a fan of either Orlando or New York City, you've got to be a little bit concerned, probably a lot concerned, due to those three games in hand. Yeah. Right. And both Orlando and New York have a tough end of schedule as they well. They do. Orlando goes at Red Bull and, and also plays at home against uh, New York City. Uh, in addition to some other games, City is at Vancouver, at DC, at Orlando, home with New England. That's, that's a that's a grind. I th- that's, a that's a nightmare that's a run. Meat grinder. That's a yeah. nightmare run that they have to get through. Yes. So, Alex, what does the East look like? What does the playoff oh, picture day? look like? Final day, which by the way is being branded as decision day. Is it? I haven't heard that. Is that true? That was my understanding. Did I phrase it wrong? I don't know. I got such a... Are you just making something up? Such a response. Making something up. Such a don't response. Even so you're asking me top to bottom in the top East? To bottom, top to bottom in the East. What? Just the, your picks. Top to bottom. I want you to go through the whole list for... Not not the whole table. I mean uh, playoffs. Who are your people making the playoffs? In the, Who are the, the six East? playoff teams? Yeah. Uh, in any order? Mm, yeah, or, I'll give you any order. Okay. Just, just so you Red can, Bulls. Crew, Revs, DC. 
Hmm. I, I, I'm going to say, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I really can't believe I'm about to say this. Mm-hmm. But I am going to say Toronto FC, they're not going to fall out. They're not going to collapse this year. And the Montreal Impact. I think both expansion teams missed the playoffs. In as the it preseason. Right now. In yeah, the preseason. We thought both would make I it. I thought both would make it. Yeah. I really did. Well, that was in a world where we didn't really understand what Columbus was going to be about. We also didn't understand what the new look New York Red Bulls were going to be about. Yeah. A team that for a very long time had marquee players. That's mm-hmm. how they played. And suddenly they didn't have any. Mm-hmm. What that was going to look like. Would BWP actually be able to score any goals without Thierry Henry? Answer is yes. But this is arguably the best team soccer that they've played since like the days of Juan Pablo Angel. Probably before then. Yeah, maybe. But I got to take Red Bulls, of course, because it's mathematically it's done. Uh, hashtag new crew, Rebs, United, Toronto. And I hate to say it too, but Montreal, because the, the, those games in hand, Alex. They've got so much room to work with. They can make a mistake and recover, whereas New York City and Orlando have to win through, throughout, and neither of them can do that. Because one, the, one of them can, but, the other one but by definition, yeah. the other one will not. So it's going to – I here's the thing. If you are Montreal and you sort of get on a, a little winning streak here and you sort of start playing really well, you, you win against Chicago, you win against D.C., then you're, you're basically functionally already in at that point. But they have to play seven games in the, what is normally about a time that you would play four games. Yeah, it's a tough stretch. If, you, if things start going poorly mm-hmm. and it sort of snowballs, then that game, the second last game of the year with uh, New York City at Orlando – theoretically could decide who goes to the playoffs decision day mls brought yeah. to you by coco joy I could, your <laughs> advocare your coconut water of choice we sound like hey, a nascar driver do you want to drink water out of a coconut dude have you ever had coconut water it's kind of gross it is gross it's i had like it once sweat. i had it once and i'm like this is disgusting dixie loves it it's gnarly Cut her loose. Yeah, it's yeah. Over. That's, that's it. That's that's, that's, that's the it. straw that broke the camel's back. That's it. It's like, Coconut Dixie, water. you made the wrong choice. You made the wrong choice. Western Conference. Yeah. Western Conference MLS. Let's take a quick look. Well, you know, I wanted to make an overgeneralization and say that, you know, it's a little bit more. The, the, the conferences are a little bit unbalanced in terms of what's, you know, for sure. That's not even true. The Western no, Conference is tight. just as much up in the air as the East it's is right at this point. No one is mathematically qualified in the West. No. Nobody has. That's because there's only an eight-point gap between the seventh-place team and the first-place team. Like, wrap your mind around that. I know. It's amazing. Those teams, this is my argument for single table, but those teams are playing really well. Can you imagine the drama of a single table? In a uh, year like this with this much parity? Oh, I'd love it. Oh, my God. It would be incredible. Like but, I'd love it because you'd only get like three Eastern teams. Making. What you're getting this year then is that sort of that same battle with six, seven, and eight. Um, Portland Timbers, 41 points. They have played 29 games. Mm-hmm. San Jose Earthquakes have played 30 games, including just recently losing uh, at NYCFC. They're in 40 points. Uh, RSL off that win against LA, thirty-eight points. 
after 29 games. So Portland and RSL both have a game on San Jose. Um, so, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, Portland has to go at Columbus, at RSL, at L.A. as a loss, home to <laughs> Kansas City, and home against Colorado. San Jose, on the other hand, is home against RSL Vancouver and Kansas City and at Dallas. I mean, that's a gauntlet. That is an absolute gauntlet. The West is so hard. It really is. It's so hard. It, it's ironic then it, well not ironic, but it's 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 funny that RSL probably has the easiest um you know schedule. But it's, it's not even no, easy. No, it's at San it's Jose. It's not even easy. Seattle at home. No, excuse me, at Seattle, at Ooh. Colorado, home against Portland and Dallas. That's, that's the easiest of those three teams. And that's not even close to being easy. Here's the thing. Any of those three teams, the teams in the playoff, in this, this hunt right here, Portland, San Jose, RSL, any of them could very easily lose all their remaining games. Yep. That, that's totally in the realm of possibility. Yeah, they could lose all of them. So it's really going to be about scraping together points for these teams. Getting a, a, a road You need point. a result. At you, you need know, a result uh, at RSL or getting a road point at Columbus if you're Portland or getting a, a a road point at San Jose if you're RSL. You know it's it's um every game that they're gonna play they need a result mm-hmm. and you can't you can't walk out of here with a loss. You, you got to at least have a draw. You got to do something. It's gonna be interesting to see the tactics that these coaches employ yeah. in these last few weeks in terms of how how aggressive they want to be. You know if you're Portland you have a game in hand and you're above the red line. Mm-hmm. I know it's not, you know, in Caleb Porter's genes to be conservative. It's not going to happen, folks. But it might be pertinent at the moment. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think. Uh, it and is can I talk just briefly about Seattle? Yeah, you please. fall apart for like a month to two months, and now they look like they've never been. They never left. They're still in the play. Like, yeah. they're not even that far out of top of the table. No, they. they, they that's have actually a- how dominating they were earlier. This yeah, season. exactly. But you're still not out of the conversation for the supporter shield. Yeah, they're only three points out of the supporter shield. They at need this point. one win. One win. They're back in that conversation. Vancouver's great, but Vancouver does not have a solid space. Yeah. LA's great. LA doesn't have a solid. None of these teams. FC Dallas, who had a poor start to the season. FC Dallas isn't that far out of this. No. I mean, West is here's the thing with Seattle. I mean, they had a period in this season. Where they took three points out of 27 available points. Which is about as bad. No point was NYCFC that bad. At oh, no point in this season. run of play. They did. But at no point was it worse than that. Believe it or not. You, you can't find a span of nine games where they had less than uh, three points scored. I'll tell you right now. Seattle had such a good run of play before exactly. that. Exactly. That's the only that reason. third. It's incredible, really. It really is. That's you know, got to be a lovely position. And to now be they've in. taken ten out of twelve points. I mean, yep. so they're they're so rolling. When, it, when it's on, Seattle just destroys people. Yeah, it's when it's off. And frankly, this is uh, and you know how much I hate giving Alex Kibler credit, but this has to do with you didn't have Obafemi Martins, you didn't have Clint Dempsey, and now you can't play football. Right, exactly. You have them back. You're and winning you can play. games. Exactly. You're winning games. That's just the way it is. So Seattle, they're doing a lot of good moves. I actually really like, uh, what is it, Ramon Torres, who they got from Panama, Mm -hmm. who's injured now. So sadly, he won't be playing out this season. They've made some really good signings, which shows a lot of hope for the future for this team. But they need to solve this problem. Clint Dempsey will retire eventually. Yeah. Obafemi Martins will either retire or go somewhere else. Yeah. 
You need new players. So hopefully the future for Se- – well, I know the future for Seattle is bright. We, we all know the future for Seattle is bright. Alex Soccer Kibler. Yeah. What does your Western playoff picture look like? Oh, okay. Well, This one's harder, I think. Uh, it might be. Um, Vancouver. You know, I think early on I, I, I may they have told you guys very about early Vancouver. Pick. Very early pick. Just, just saying. Uh, Vancouver. He loves Canadians. I do. Dallas, L.A., duh. Okay. SKC, I think pretty obvious at this point. Seattle Sounders and... Uh, you're gonna make me like say it on the record and everything. Yeah, put your mouth on it. Thank you. Gross. Um, I want to say the San Jose Earthquakes. That was actually gonna. Okay, well, that's not exactly the same as I have, but I've got Vancouver. I've got FC Dallas. I've got LA. I have Seattle. I have Portland. I have San Jose. I'm predicting a Sporting Kansas City collapse. Are you serious? Really? Ladies and gentlemen. Sporting Kansas City. Jeff. You're a crazy person. Ross. You're a crazy person. Taking it. You're an absolute crazy person. Sporting Kansas City coming off of a win uh, against Dallas. They get to play Houston. And they get to play all those other teams in the playoff race. And they get to play Colorado. Are you really implying that they're going to fall out of the playoff race? If Sporting Kansas City <laughs> falls out double of the playoff race. Jeff, falls, double falls, nothing. Falls out of the playoff double race. Double nothing. Falls out of the playoff race. Alex Kibler owes me $1.4 It's double or nothing. Million dollars. Double or nothing. So he already owes me 700000 Double or nothing. $1.4 million. <clears throat> Whereas I owe him, in both, like in the other scenario, I owe him $0. I suddenly feel much better about my financial future. Um, no, speaking of financial both. I don't futures, owe you money either way. What's Frank Yallop going to do now? They, we have a very nice uh, severance package. I'm, I'm sure that they do. So yeah. Frank has joined the other Frank in being fired. Yes. Uh, Gingers, if you don't know, Frank Yallop, until very recently, head coach of the Chicago Fire, was let go about three days ago. I think it was on Saturday, Sunday. Something like that. Yeah. Um, it was a Sunday. He was let go on a Sunday. Correct. Um, you know, just another sign of the instability and the sort of aimlessness of the Chicago Fire. You mm-hmm. know, before my takeover, of course. Right, right. And we're about to address that. So yeah. both Franks got fired. Frank Klopas also got fired over in Montreal. So mm-hmm. if you're a Frank, it's a bad season right now. I feel bad for your father. Rattles yeah, I don't know if he sleeps well at this yeah, point. He's got a target on his back. But uh, congratulations, Alex Killer, on becoming the new owner of Chicago Fire Thank SC. You. We're Thank very, you. We're very, very pleased in having you on board and looking forward to the future. So you've got a mess mm-hmm. to clean up. Right? You, you, you didn't fire the coach, but the coach is gone. He's gone. And a lot of the staff is gone. Yep. Who do you hire? How are you going to fix it? I want to call Portland. Watch out, Gingers. I'm about to slap this man. And in the see face. if Caleb Porter. He's not available. He can Could be available. Fit, but keep talking. If I make the, the right offer. Wow. I think, I think that a young American attack minded coach is what a team that's sort of rebuilding needs because you need you need to be able to get results against teams that you don't think that you can get a result against. 
because you're willing to put people forward. Um, I think they also are in dire need of players that can play with real width. I think they're a very narrow team. A calm ship. There's a lot of players that like to play in, towards the middle of the park. They don't play with a ton of width. And I also think they need to work on their back line as well. But, you know, there's a lot of more things that go into it than that. I mean, when it comes to marketing yourself to the, sh- the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. which they don't do very well. I'm going to get out of that deal with Bridgeview, Illinois, where we have to all give our firstborn children in exchange for some soccer stadium. I don't even know. Farewell, Stephanie Kibler. <laughs> Stephanie? Yeah, you can't fathom having a daughter well no I wouldn't. you said firstborn you didn't say firstborn son that's true i don't know if i would i don't would you name i do kid? Is I, no, no, I'm, I'm name, no i'm naming your children why what am i gonna fun. name your kids no that's not how it works chewbacca nope see that's He's why I, that's why i already got rid of it <laughs> it'd be odd for me to have a hairy child anyway so yeah you're not getting caleb porter i hate to break it to you uh, i don't want to try i don't see a scenario right now at least where the portland timbers would allow that uh, they'd be very reluctant to let Caleb Porter go. I'm not saying they wouldn't, Jeff. But in this scenario, you're also a millionaire. Yeah, so uh, a multi-millionaire. This, maybe this is possible. I don't know. I think he's what, on what, your what short about, list of uh, targets. Is what I'm saying. Is Mike Petke on your uh, list. How about Pre- Precky? He, the Sports Illustrated, found him. Is he like on a beach? No, he's not on a beach. So one of his <laughs> close associates. Is allegedly very close to purchasing a European team, and the idea is that Precky is the package deal on that. That he'll just become the head coach of that team. Interesting. That's fascinating. Hey man, but yeah, I would. Mike Petke is also on the short list. It's got to be on the short 100% list, right? On the short list. Currently unemployed. Uh, totally I'm going to also tell you. He's not I think to Bob Bradley might be on the short list. You're going to bring him back to Chicago? Yep. The one hero of the Chicago Fire. Yep. You're going to bring him back? Yep. You're going to have to pay some big money. Yep. Some real big money. Yep. But probably less than I would have to pay Portland to get Caleb Porter out of there. I don't know because Bob Bradley may have. Other European options pretty soon. He may, but he's not a spring chicken anymore. Eventually, yeah, he's going to want to come back to America. Yeah, he's thirty-three years old, and I, I, I plan to be the owner of the Chicago Fire when that happens. That's true. That's very <laughs> true. Are they for sale? How much do they want for? I don't know. I... Let's ask Gingers. We're going to start a Kickstarter. All right, we're yeah. going to get some money together, specifically to have Alex Kibler own Chicago Fire. We should get the, the stretch should, goals aren't great if I'm honest. The stretch goals are you can are, get oh, well, Bob no, Bradley. No, 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 no. The stretch goals are like uh, you get season tickets. If you there you go. Season, yeah, you know some ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, yeah. We should make that. We should make a Kickstarter so that I can buy the Chicago yeah. Fire. And we'll say like we need to like we. Won't, How much would I need? How much uh, would it cost? I don't know. Probably like 150 two, mil. No, probably like 300. Really? Yeah, because we have to get, we have to buy out that deal with Bridgeview. That's gonna, that's that's not gonna be cheap. All right. I think we can do it. We'll put a Kickstarter together and see if we can get enough people to <laughs> give you money to pay $300 million for the Chicago Fire. I think we can do it. How could make, this go wrong? Make the Kickstarter campaign? Yes, we can do that. <laughs> I know how Kickstarter works. You just fill out a form. We can do that. This whole yeah. thing where there's enough fans to raise $300 million? Yeah. We're going to try anyway. We're going to try. We'll have, to, we'll have like, you know fans call in and call in other fans of other shows but like you gotta give money bro <laughs> who else do you think's on the chopping block coaching wise 
in the league? Yeah, in the league. Because you know once the offseason hits, someone else is getting fired. I, I uh, think Jason Christ might be available. He might be which available. Which is horrifying to he me. Be, he might be available. I think Pablo might be available. Although they, I think they extended they, his contract. But they did they, extend his contract. It's, it, maybe not after this season, but like I don't know how much of Pablo they're going to keep. He played very well, uh, coached very well with the All-Stars. He, yes. Maybe Tottenham He has Hotspur. that amazing uh, mustache, mustachio he gentleman. That. He doesn't have that anymore. I know. I'm just saying he, it's a skill that he has. Do you think uh, Jeff Kesar of RSL? Mm, no, I think they're playing well enough now that he's saved his job. I don't think so. He's I think, he's, I think they're gonna, they might make the playoffs and he's going to save his job. I think he's going to get fired. I, I, I think it's too soon for that. You might be right, but I think it's too soon for that. Um, you know, one other thing, you know, if you're – a fan of the Chicago Fire or the future owner like me, um, I'm not a you fan. Do of you do have some youth on that team. Um, Harry Ship um, <clears throat> joined his teammate, teammate Matt Polster on the annual 24 under 24, uh, the best players in MLS under the age of 24. Um, it was Harry's second time on the list and Matt's first time on the list. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, number one, Fabian Castillo. Who has been on the list uh, in the, every of the last four years? Yeah, but he should be. Yeah, he's a stud. He's great. Yeah, he's really fantastic. Number two, Kakuta Mane, he's had what a good I, who year? I think is one of the most exciting players to he's watch. Had a very good year. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised he's at number two. Me too. But considering uh, I'm, Sebastian Legette is at number three, that should be number two. Yeah. Come on. Or heaven forbid, maybe number one. And I also think Matt Miazga is criminally underrated at number Matt five. Miazga, Matt Miazga. He's going to be a great player for the Red Bulls. He's a great player for now. Me it for goes the Fabian Castillo, Legette, Miazga, Mane, then Trap, Ship, and so on. Quadro Poku made the list for the first time this year. He's a very exciting player. He is. He's fun to watch. Also, freight train. Fan favorite. Apparently was yep. a fan favorite down in Atlanta. Yep. So he's like not surprised to be a fan favorite, which is very fascinating to me. And as we've that covered, you would say that. Yeah, yeah. But as we've covered on the show, he signs his name. By writing in just regular letters, Poku, and then putting three exclamation, three exclamation points. points after it. <laughs> he's, he's a he's, pro athlete. He's great. That guy is a pro athlete. He's great. I'm glad to see Kyle Laren on the list. Me too. I think he deserves to be there. Perry Ketchum deserves to be there. Other names to note, Diego Fagundes at number 17. I think that's low for Diego. Also, Andrew... Below Andrew Farrell, which I... You know, I, I I think Farrell may have had the better season, but I think Fagundes has the higher upside. Fagundes should be higher on this list. Andrew Farrell had a very good season and still is having a very good season. Also, Eric Palmer Brown all the way at the bottom. Yeah. I know it's only 24 names, but I'm surprised. Me too. I th- I think had you had a Kyrie Shelton healthy all year, that he, he would be on this missed list. missed 7,000 games. He really did. We We stopped talking about him, you know. He was electrifying in the first six or seven games for City and then got hurt. And, well, he you know, didn't even make the Olympic qualifying preliminary squad. Yeah, it's a shame. Because he's hurt. Yeah, it's Well, he's not anymore, but it's too late at it's this point. It's too late at this point, yeah. I hope he makes the Olympic squad, but he's going to have to play games. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He's going to have to play games. Kyrie Shelton looks good when he's out there, but he's still not at 100%. And, I mean, we can see that. We're, 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 we, all, we all have eyes. Hey Alex, mm-hmm. I got a delivery the other day. Uh, was it the stretch goals for our Chicago Fire Kickstarter? Yeah. So at the top, all right, 
is you get to decide that day's starting 11. No, 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 no. FIFA 16 That's came to worst. my house. That's the worst stretch goal I've ever <laughs> Can you, you imagine just it. some guys like, to some dude. I paid you 100 grand. You got to let me pick the starting 11. We'd lose that game. Yep. Doesn't even matter who the person who paid the 100 Wait, who's 000? we? What role do you have in this? Uh, silent partner investor. <laughs> brain trust. Brain trust. But yeah, you, you need a brain 16. trust. FIFA 16. Yeah, dude. So I played it for an hour and a half. Yeah. So therefore, I'm an expert about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's You're fun. You're as big of an expert as anybody else at this point. I think that's fair. So I did play as the U.S. women's national team. Good. Against the German women's national team. Good. To prove a point. Yeah. Went to PKs. Oh, that's horrifying. Got real serious. Yeah. Got real serious. Uh, I also played at CenturyLink Field, sold out. Thank Ooh, you, Seattle. Good home field advantage for good that. Good home field advantage. Thanks for coming out, Seattle. I appreciate it. It was it was tense. Germany picked up a goal late in that match. I'm sure you threw the controller. Uh, I, I didn't. But <laughs> but got a little tense, all right? You know, we went to extra time. Didn't I thought I was going to get it done in extra time. Didn't get it done. Went to PKs. My baby girl, Hope Solo, <sighs> saved multiple PKs. Yeah, Hope Solo. Like, thank God. I know you're crazy. And if she, I ever met you in reality, so crazy. I'd probably be terrified. Yep. But Digital Hope Solo saved us. Really appreciate it. Thank you for coming through in the clutch. Alex Soccer Kibler. Fun game. The Xbox One is nice. Everyone should become a friend of Jeff is Famous. But I'm still miffed. About what? That I can't play... A women's team against a men's team. Yeah. I understand why that's not a thing, but I want it to be a thing. I want to be able to play the U.S. women's national team against the U.S. men's national team and settle once and for all how that game would work because we all know the U.S. men's national team would win, but I would love to see it happen. Because it can't happen in reality. I, I do want to see, like, Carly Lloyd dribbling through the midfield against, like, Kyle Beckerman or Jermaine Jones. Jermaine Jones, who would literally... Break her ankles. Yeah, but it'd still be great. They should do like a charity game. They would never do it. So here's why it would never happen, Gingers. So for the women's team, it's all upside. If you win the game, you (laughs) prove how great you are. But you're saying... And if if you lose the game, it's like, well, we played against the men's national team. Right. So there's there's no downside. Yeah. Other than you might get hurt. Right. That's always a risk. But for the men's national team, there is no upside. There's plenty that could go wrong. Plenty that could go wrong. You lose to the women's national team... You're laughing stop. That is an incredible embarrassment. Yeah. You win against the women's national team. Congratulations. Well, of course you did. You beat up a bunch of women. Yeah, yeah. There's no upside if you're the men's national team, and that's why it'll never happen. There's nothing in it if you're the men's national team. It's a shame. I believe in you, ladies. I believe in you. Great team. Hey, at least they've won three World Cups. Call me when that happens for the men's national team. Mic drop. I wasn't expecting that. I'm just upset with our run of form lately. Yeah, I I would be too. Um, By the way, we destroyed Haiti. The U.S. women's national team just absolutely destroyed Haiti. Which, on the one hand, I want to celebrate, but also like we beat Haiti. Like how how good could that team possibly be? And yeah. they sent like a bunch of teenagers to play. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure for those teenagers, it's like the best thing that ever happened to them. Do you know why that happened? It was supposed to be Australia, but the Australian women's national team is currently having a strike. I heard about this. Uh, over wages? Is that it's correct? It's a wages issue. It's a wages Which is a shame because they really played well at the World Cup. They're a good side. Yeah. Would have loved to have played them instead, but we destroyed Haiti. That was, I guess, what we needed Fun, to do. Fun, I guess, yeah. 
FIFA 16, buy it. One last little point of information. Buy electronic here. arts. Le- <laughs> it's in the game. In the, this you- podcast is sponsored by I'm totally, video games. I'm totally going to go back in this recording and get you saying EA Sports is in the game in that ridiculous Jeff high pitch voice that you have. I have. And, and I put have. it into my FIFA like console <laughs> subway. So it comes on instead of the guy going, EA Sports, it's in the game. It's Jeff going, EA Sports, it's in the game. Jeff voice. Did you know the voice that does the EA Sports thing is also the voice of Solid Snake and Metal Gear Solid? Really? Thank you and good night. Yes. Did you know that yes, there's a rumor that the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 soundtrack was actually ghostwritten by Michael Jackson? He I, wrote it but didn't was uncredited? I'm not familiar with that rumor. Mine is fact. Mine is probably not. Yeah, let's think about that. That's hmm. the story of this podcast. Anyway, one last piece of information. For, we've actually discussed this previously on the show. The pre-show or a previous show? No, a previous show. Not to a be A pre-show with, no. or a previous show? It, it may have been EA a... EA Sports, it's in the game! <laughs> it may have been a pre-show to a previous show. Electronic arts, the best arts that exist. Hey, if you ever wondered what Redwood City, California is like, play an electronic arts game. <laughs> That's where their headquarters are. Oh, so there might be a Champions League between the different... Oh, are we moving on? Continents. <laughs> yes. So, yes, I brought this up both in a previous show and a pre-show. Yeah. The idea, Alex, is that you get rid of CONCACAF's Champions League mm-hmm. and CONMEBOL's Championship League. What Champions is it called? League. The Copa Libertadores. That's pretty close. I think you did good with that. I got like you got there. I got like three quarters. You were there, man. You just gave up. You you could should just kept going. Nah, I quit. Okay, I quit. You're a quitter. The idea is you would have basically a Western Hemisphere tournament, which oh, that's just luscious. If you're talking about matchups, so from a fan's perspective, that's a phenomenal idea. Having Boca Juniors play the LA Galaxy is very yeah. fascinating to yeah. me. Yeah, I me would too. love to see that happen. Big money for TV, big audiences in those stadiums. You probably have to actually play some of these games in larger arenas, especially those games that are going to happen in the U.S. Can you imagine L.A. Galaxy against Boca at, like, the Rose Bowl? Oh, man. Dude. Dude. That's a good game. Yeah. Here's the problem. A lot of these places are far apart from each other. Santiago, Chile, and Vancouver, British Columbia, not close by. 16-hour flight is the quickest that we could find. Yeah, now, if you do one. that direct, you can probably do it in less than that. What, 14? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, yeah. there are clearly logistical questions that would have to be answered for this to become a viable tournament. But, man, I would love to see yeah. it. That would be so entertained. So we had to take another look in, at this to see, like, is there a comparable tournament that already exists? In the UEFA Champions League, theoretically, a team from Portugal could play a team in Russia. Yes. So if Porto had to play Zenit St. Petersburg, for example, that's a 12-hour flight. Yeah. Now, yes, that's very different from 17. But that's still a long way to fly. But so it arguably might be of. worse because you're traveling time zone, time zone issues way more than you would if you were to go to Chile. Yeah, but no time zone issue. Um, I think you do it regionally to start with. You you do like your qualification and the the group stages based on region. Like I can envision having four or six groups, and like if you have four groups, you have two that are North American, two that are South mm-hmm. American. Mm-hmm. Um, the top two from each advance to you know a, 
a single elimination bracket. And then you can do home and homes, home and aways, I mean. Um, and, you know, that gives you three rounds worth of games after the group stage that you would have to contend with. And maybe have it's a final, bad. you know, do you want to have, see, we talked about this, do you want to have a home and away final? Or do you want to do like so, a big final? If we're going to do a big final, we need to find a big stadium like uh, Estadio Azteca and play there. That new stadium in Dallas where they play football. AT&T Stadium? Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you would need a stadium that's huge. Easy to get to. Easy to get to. Or that new stadium that they're building in um, uh, Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz uh, yes, it's, Stadium. Uh, is that what the mm-hmm. official name is? Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Yeah. Or arena, I don't know. It might be an arena. I'll have to look it up later. And they also have the Superdome, so that's very interesting on a lot of levels. But, yes, a stadium like that. Or like a Stadio Azteca. Like just a huge stadium someplace. Yeah. Uh, You could have, this would be our Wembley equivalent. Like you just have a final. A final. At a stadium that no, well, that's why a Stadio Azteca won't work. It should be a stadium no team plays in, but it's just enormous. It's an enormous stadium. Or... You do a home and away final, just like uh, CONCACAF Champions League is, where you play at that club stadium. I think you should do a home and away. I like that idea. Because also it gives you a shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a shot of getting this. When you get them back to Columbus. When you get River Plate back to Columbus, you oh, have a chance. Oh, man. <laughs> but you know what? Columbus wins that game. Yep. I, oh, I 100%, 100% they, they Especially win that game. Especially like November. Uh, th- th- yeah. That's the thing. That's Fortress why I want Columbus. the home and away. Yeah. Because they have to come up here in this horrible weather we have in the United States. Yeah. And they won't be ready. No. It'd be great. no way. It's like, remember when we played Costa Rica in the snow game? It's like, they just, they can't take it. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. They still talk about that, by the way. Let's go around the league. Jeff. Hey, that's my name. More games that have big playoff implications this weekend. All Friday of them do, night. frankly. I know. All of them do. Friday night, the Red Bulls play host to Orlando City. That's on 7 p.m. on Unimas. I got to tell you, Orlando needs to win this game, but the Red Bulls are going to. I think so, too. 2-1. I'm going to say 2-0. Ooh. Harsh. I'm being harsh. Uh, Toronto FC at home against the Chicago Fire. That's on Saturday at 2 p.m. I, I, I got to take Toronto on this. I mean, come on, Javinko. Come on. And he found his scoring touch again. <sighs> Toronto is so up and down. They looked so bad against NYCFC But can't mid-week. play defense. Um, I think this might finish as a draw. I think Chicago has the pace to really give really? Toronto problems. David Akam is exciting to watch. I want to say 1-1. I'm taking 2-0 on this. Yeah, you're probably right. Montreal at home against DC United on Saturday at 5 p.m. Folks, if this was... A month and a half ago, this is D.C. United away win. With how Montreal's playing and also how D.C. United's playing, I don't know. I'm going to take a 1-1 draw here. I still think United has the overall talent edge over Montreal. <sighs> they look so much better with Drogba in, in, they do. in, in the lineup. Just uh, all over the place, all over the field, they look better. Well, he gives them such a good outlet. And, and I think, confidence, and confidence, just I think, mental confidence coming out there. You know, you have. I, it. I will also agree with the one-one draw. I think that's a good. Uh, I think that has a good likelihood to happen. Uh, Vancouver at home against New York City FC, 10 p.m. Eastern Saturday night. Do you want to go first? Uh, Vancouver two, New York City FC nil. Vancouver three. New York City FC, one. I'll give you a consolation. Hey, we appreciate that. I'll give you Thank a consolation. Thank you very much. I just don't see Vancouver losing this game. I don't either. I know New York City FC has to win, but I just I don't see New York. I don't see Vancouver having back-to-back losses at BC Place. This could get pretty hairy because I think 
NYCFC is not going to sit back if they get behind. They're going oh, to no. go out. They're going to attack very hard because everybody knows that you they have something to prove. Yeah. And Vancouver technically doesn't have to win this specific game. Yeah. But the way they're playing and the way Carl Robinson has the mentality of this team going, they're not going to think that way. They're not going to think like, oh, we don't actually need this game. Like, no, we don't want to lose to anyone. Yeah. And they just got embarrassed yeah. by Seattle. Yeah. The worst kind of loss you could have if you're Vancouver. I think they're going to they're gonna score quite a few goals here at BC Place. Sunday night, Sporting Kansas City at home against Seattle Sounders, 5 p.m. on ESPN. This is when the collapse starts. Seattle 2, Sporting Kansas City 1. Sporting KC 2, Seattle 1. Take that, Ross. That's my last name. I know. San Jose at home against RSL with huge playoff implications in this Huge match. playoff implications. San Jose, Avaya Stadium. I'm taking a win, but a close one. 1-0. One like, this is going to be scrappy. I think it's going to be 1-1. One, one. I Ooh. think RSL is playing well enough, but Avaya is going to give them a big enough advantage. That's on 7 p.m. Uh, on FS1. And then finally, Sunday night, LA Galaxy at home against FC Dallas. This has supporter shield implications. This is an LA win. It's at the StubHub Center. I agree. They just, they for whatever reason, and it's very unclear why, they don't lose there. LA 3, FC Dallas 2. They're coming oh, out fighting. I was literally about to say that exact scoreline. They're, they're uh, the, uh, Jinx. Uh, I guess I have to say 2-1 now. Galaxy. No, no, no. T- keep, keep what you want. Okay, sure. LA Galaxy 3, FC Dallas 2. That was going to be my pick. Because FC Dallas is coming out fighting. There's no way they're they going to be in awe of any of this. No. All right? But I just think LA plays so strong at home. It's going to be great. And Ginger's a reminder, I will be at the LA Galaxy versus Portland Timbers game in October. Alex Hitler will be crying. Yep. In his Guinness. Yep. As I've been known to do. Ways that you can get in touch with us Gingers. Carrier pigeon. Yeah, we should we should set up a little roost outside. Mm. Straight what? Correction. Yeah. Wait, which one's the extinct pigeon? Is it passenger pigeon? Passenger pigeon. Okay, got it. I'm sticking with carrier. I don't. Pigeon. Is a carrier pigeon a breed or just no, pigeons that have a job? They're they're pigeons that are employed. They're they're no longer on the government dole. But uh, <laughs> a passenger pigeon is a type of pigeon, and they I get no longer flipped. exist. They no longer exist. They've been killed off. Anyway, ways you can get in touch with the gingers. That's straight red pod on Twitter. That's the pod. At Hi. Jeff is famous on Twitter. That's Jeff. Wait, what was it? Jeff is famous. Say it again. At Jeff is famous. Nice. Don't forget, there's no room for Alex. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. That's Boo. me. Hashtag war on Alex. Straight red at iCloud.com. Straight red pod on Instagram. And Has that been updated no, in never. months? Not since Orlando. Wow. Why do we send people to it if I we're don't not going to do it? Can we hire Dixie to do our social media? Can she do it for free? Dixie? Yeah. Can you do our social media for free? I'm sure she'll say yes. Can you do our social media for free? I'm very expensive. She did not She's not lying. It's now time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Did you just insult your girlfriend? Maybe. It's now time for Quiet Time with Jeff. Jeff, what do you have for the gingers tonight? Sometimes. You'll find yourself. Wait, stop. Have you started every single one with sometimes? A lot of them. I think they all start with sometimes. I don't know if it's 100%. Anyway, go ahead. Quiet time. Well, go. now I have to change my whole thing. <laughs> my, my vibe's been thrown off. Sometimes. Yeah. You'll find yourself at your friend's dumb apartment, and he'll tell you that Theraflu is better than cocaine. And I'll have you know right here, right now, it is because drugs are bad, and Alex Kibler is an addict. 
Don't let your friends do cocaine. Or Theraflu. I'm high on life, Jeff. Go forth and soccer, gingers. Don't do drugs. Dixie Roberts, the most beautiful woman named after a region. Dixie, how are you? Better now. Yeah, not bad. That's how you do it, Alex. That's how you We only have like three minutes left, so. Yeah, that's the first thing you should say to your girlfriend you live with. How you like them apples, kibs? I really hate that you move into Portland, Jeff. Uh, I can feel it. Don't worry. I'll call Dixie. I have her phone number. Great. That she volunteered. I did. Send her some emojis. Nice. <laughs> I do love emojis. Here's a peach. Looks like a butt. <laughs> Sunday That's night. That's what the whole thing will uh. say. It says, here's a peach. That'll be a peach. It'll say, looks like a butt. Yeah. As long as there's no eggplants, we're fine. Jesus.